Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ultra 64. This is a Patreon special bonus episode thingy where we have again. <laughs> hey, come on down to our Patreon extra bonus thingy. Yeah. Starring Steve and Woody. Look and... for the waving arm thingy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Wacky, waitable, inflatable arm man. Elliot J. O'Neill. Yes. <laughs> that's your new that's your new uh your new rank. You're the new wacky waving inflatable uh flailing arm man. Do you guys have wacky waving inflatable arm mans in Australia? Or is that like a specific US thing? Oh no, uh, but you know, because we're in Australia, they're doing handstands, so yeah. They're oh, they're, they're actually they're just flapping their down. bots around in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> they're wacky twerking inflatable arm men. <laughs> Uh, this is kind of a little special episode uh, for those who've been a following us. Episode. A very special episode. We're going to learn the true meaning of Christmas. We're going we're gonna to see what's up with that bike shop owner after all. Yeah. Um, yeah no, we're going to we... learn that just because the other kids say it's cool doesn't mean you have to go along with them. <laughs> I'm going to learn that I don't need to take all these diet pills to study. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any. We're going to learn that beauty is on the inside, <laughs> except... If you really work out, and then beauty can be on the outside, too. There you go. That's how you make it come out. Yeah. Yeah, for those who have been following us for a while, we have a special Patreon feature where uh, our top-tier guests can uh, come on and talk about any game that they choose to. And so we have one such guest with us today, one of our favorites. Always good to see him. Host of the Simpsons Index and Throne of Games, uh, Elliot J. O'Neill is here. How's it going, Elliot? Thank you so much for being here again. Yeah, no worries. Doing great. And yeah, as promised three months ago, challenged you guys to do Ring Fit Adventure, and here we are. I'm I'm excited. No, I'm glad. I, not all of our patrons have been so nice in the games that they select, uh, <laughs> but we've we've had to play some Dwarf Fortress. Uh, <laughs> Scott's and... never will live it down. <laughs> But no, today we are playing Ring Fit Adventure. And what if you had to play Dwarf Fortress with the Ring Fit controller, oh. and you had to like go through the menus by like, every time as you, as far s- as I know, I was yeah. like, <laughs> I don't know. Every time you wanted to like select like a build a pot and go through all the menus, you had to squeeze it. You'd get so many ring squeezes. <laughs> You'd get ripped. You get yeah. ripped like immediately just trying to get through like the opening menus. <laughs> Uh, but today we are talking about Ring Fit Adventure. This marks uh, two episodes in the span of a week, in the span of the hottest week in the state of our history that we've chosen to play fitness games. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's, like, it's, uh, this, is, this is Sweaty Boys International Edition. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, we've, we've played what on our podcast? Like 350 games, yeah. probably at least. Up there. Um, yeah. And we've played... Up to a week ago, I think zero fitness games, and now we've got two. Now we've got, now got two, two in our, yeah, yeah, yeah. It worked I, out pretty perfectly. When I set that challenge three months ago, I'm like, okay, Australia's going to be going into winter at this time, so this will be perfect for me. And <laughs> That's right. Oh, devious. Sorry, devious. I did not consider the opposite effect for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. It's all good. We, you know, it's it's good to be active. It's good to be doing something, and. Uh, you know, we, we recently talked about We Fit You, which was the the extra gaming title that kind of established the genre for all intents and purposes, you know. And uh, I think we both came away from that thinking like, yeah, this is a pretty good platform. But there was always kind of the lingering question around that is how much of a game is this game? Right. And I think that's kind of the evolution and sort of the main difference between We Fit You to Ring Fit Adventure. Like that's really felt like the thesis statement of Ring Fit Adventure. Right. Of like We Fit You was a cool tool to practice yoga and like have something to give you a little direction. But I'm not necessarily going to be excited to play it unless I'm already wanting to exercise. Exactly, exactly. So this one kind of mashes fitness with kind of low-key RPG mechanics yeah. and like some with light Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 finding a way to make this more of a game and more of an experience, you know? So we're going to dig into that, see how successful it was. I wanted to ask you, Elliot, why did you want to talk about this game in particular? Um, Because exactly that. Like, I've like demoed a few of those uh exit gaming is that what they're calling it so fucking clunky yeah yeah <laughs> apparently that was added to the dictionary yeah yeah Ooh. uh because an, an ex-girlfriend of mine actually um lost a fair bit of weight using you know the Wii balance board and i think like the zumba games and stuff like that and oh nice. uh, liked yeah. all the Wii fits and sort of but uh, yeah i could never really get into them um because of that thing you know it's there's not much of a game to it therefore there wasn't much of a hook but yeah, Ring Fit Adventure um, just really got into that special place with me. And especially like 
given the timing of, you know, the pandemic last year, like, because it came out in, like, what, December 2019 or something? Yeah, yeah, late 2019. Yeah, so during the lockdowns of 2020, that's when I first got it, and yeah, it was great, you know, especially at a time where we couldn't go into gyms, and, you know, going through that now again as my uh, home city, Sydney, is going through another lockdown, uh, this game has just been absolutely great for, yeah, uh, maintaining some fitness and uh, level of sanity through these... uh, unprecedented it's, times well, i remember def- it went yeah. on a little bit of a way like this game came out and i felt like didn't get all that much attention as something like not really like reviews were all polite but there wasn't like a huge push you know and it's, then i yeah. remember early sort of you know lockdown 2020 it was like you couldn't find this game at the store well because <laughs> like, there were all these like morning show segments and like listicles and things like that saying like okay so you can't go to the gym anymore What are some fun ways to stay fit in your home? And this one was being brought up as one of those things. This is going to be great for the whole family. Everyone can play this. And it it gives you a pretty decent workout, like even more so than a Wii Fit would. And so in amaze uh, again, Nintendo does this every single time. Every single pandemic, property. Nintendo is on top of it. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every time there's like one of their games turns mildly popular, they completely run out of supply and this whole nasty secondary market opens up. People were mm. paying like two hundred, three hundred dollars for this game online. It normally retails for eighty, but it comes with a lot of like big heavy shit. Yeah, it's so a like, I'm not mad about price that. point. And the but quality yeah, like, it, of the build of the ring itself is impressive. Like it really is. I, yeah. I was expecting when I first heard about it, oh yeah, those things are gonna snap and every but no, this thing like I've been using it for yeah, well over a year now and it's still holding up. Yeah, yeah, mine too. I I I'm I'm one of the lucky few who got this Christmas before the pandemic even happened, before we right, even thought sure. it was gonna happen. And, like, uh, so I didn't have to scramble for it, and I did get to use it over the pandemic. And then, I mean, Nintendo did, like, this game is not rare anymore. Now you can just get it. Mm. Like, Nintendo yeah. met the demand. It was I think it just caught them by surprise because it had not necessarily been a huge hit when it came out. It did. But yeah. this this was, like, the pandemic was Nintendo's time to shine, apparently, because yeah. they, they, had, they had two of the biggest hits of the year that were kind of, they're, I think they're kind of inexorably tied to this period in our lives that's uh, this and animal crossing are like the two games are going to associate with coronavirus forever yeah uh yeah which is kind of a crazy thing to think about um so let's talk a little bit about this game ring fit adventure was released october 19th 2019 developed by nintendo epd published by nintendo and this is exclusive to the switch one of the few things that is exclusive to the switch I think we're going to see less and less like exclusivity, like as as we go, like yeah, because I think because... that companies, the amount that a company can pay like a third party developer to be exclusive is not going to be able to compete with the amount that a third party would get from releasing on multiple platforms. Yeah, completely. It's, and this one just j- has a bunch of like. Oh, oh, I was yeah, just going to say, it's just such a shame, though. Like, it feels like they're churning out some real dog shit ports for Switch. Like, I just got the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater for Switch, and oh, man, it's not running Oh, good. That's, that makes me sad, because oh. I, I had seen that got announced, and it seemed like such an awesome fit for a game seemed on like Switch. Seemed like it would have. And the, the THPS 1 and 2 that was released recently, like, it, it, it looks great, but it's not so technically advanced. No, it couldn't yeah, work on the Switch. T- totally. Yeah, like, it yeah. seems like if it just runs smooth... That's basically all you want. Is it that the problem with it, Elliot? Is bad frame rate? Bad frame rate, blurry textures. Once you get like your combos running up as well, the frame rate dips to like fifteen frames per second and Oof. stuff. And yeah, the colors that just is, have this weird washed want. out look to them as well. Okay. Similar problem with Mortal Kombat 11. I played a little bit of that on mm. the Switch. It's just like, yeah, no, this isn't the way. But to like go that this. one, I got. Like yeah. it was clearly like this was this is clearly like a downgrade yeah. of the experience yeah. where it felt like they could have developed Tony Hawk One and Two with the Switch in mind. They probably could have had it been uh, functional on the other platforms. And I mean, speaking of exclusivity, like from a design perspective, like this game would only work on the Switch. Like there's no yeah. way to have this technology integrate in with a. Um, with like a PlayStation controller or something, unless you built the technology into the ring itself. Yeah. Which I di- I'm just going to start right here. Like I think that like the design choices of a lot of this game are like super ingenious. Oh yeah, totally. Like it's really clever the things that they're able to achieve because this game is built around a ring, mm-hmm. hence the title Ring Fit, and the ring is just a like resistance band piece of plastic. Yeah, it's just a hunk of just a hunk of durable plastic with some grips on the side. These rings like a, were used for like a, Pilates, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it has like a tiny bit of like 
computerization in there because there's got to be something that actually connects it to the uh you know your switch joy-con and sends a signal yeah there's like a little sensor little bar at the top which they turns into your character's the the ring character's face like in the game you know but just like the one kind of weighted part at the very top right but it does feel like elliot was saying like you can be a little rough with it you don't have to treat it like this is a delicate piece of like uh technology right just like throw it on your bed when you're done with it yeah yeah there should be like a throwing mini game where you're just supposed (laughs) to like throw the ring like get some big jugs or something yeah yeah do like a carnival game thing or something yeah yeah Yeah, because even the way balance board i was worried sometimes am i stepping on this too hard am i dancing a little too aggressively here Am I going to break this right, thing? Right, yeah. yeah. I don't have those worries with the the actual uh, ring controller. And even like, okay, so this game comes with two peripherals. One is the, the titular ring and the other is a leg strap. And the leg strap isn't my favorite thing, but I will say like the Velcro has held up. Like mm-hmm. I after after like dozens and dozens of uses over like the last year and a half, like the Velcro is not slipping. Like it, it, these are well-designed peripherals and they, they're just, they work. Um just so on Nintendo that as well, e- um, oh, yeah. this game has also given a second life to a couple of my Joy-Cons, which were having drift, um, because it's oh. always the left one, which goes into, yeah, the leg uh, strap thing. And yeah, you don't use the thumbstick for um, the game at all. So yeah, all those joy uh, I've got two Joy-Cons that have drift, and yeah, I've, I've been able to at least get a second use out of them. Oh, nice. Oh, that's they perfect. can just kind of live, live in the holder for yeah. this game. Yeah, pretty much. Which designated ring fit controller. I will say as just like a random general complaint about the Switch for, again, as in a lot of the Switch technology I would describe as ingenious in mm-hmm. terms of the way they're able to get multiple uses out of the same thing and similar to the way that you can use a Joy-Con both as like a single-player controller or like divide it up for two players. It's amazing how inconvenient the linking multiple Joy-Cons can be to the Switch Mm. and how much irritating time... Like, if you ever try to play, like, a six-player game on the Switch, you just are constantly, like, linking the wrong controllers, and Mm. I wish that worked a little better. (laughs) But that's that's all. So, like, the, the the taking them out and putting them into the ring and the leg holder are kind of annoying, but that's just that's just par par for the course. Yeah. I mean, this this kind of game was sort of the thing that Nintendo had in mind when they were designing the Switch. Like, you know, so we, we talked about Wii Fit and how that was one of the biggest hits in Nintendo's history. It's like a top 10 seller of all time. Wow. Like, and they hadn't really followed up on it in a while. Like, yeah, Wii Fit U came out, but no one played it or no one bought a Wii U. So, like, they needed, you know, they, they wanted to design the next console to have those features. And so part of the modular design of the Switch was so it could work with weird little fitnessy peripherals and things like this. I see. So I think this is one of the ideas that they had in mind. So they put Nintendo EPD on it. That's kind of become their go-to like in-house studio who and especially when it comes to making like the the new weird ways of playing. Like Nintendo Labo, Labo, Labo. Yeah, I still yeah. am not clear on how it's pronounced. <laughs> sure. the, the cardboard folding game, they just released Game Builder Garage, which is like uh helps teach kids coding. Stuff like that. And then they've got some other like big things like Splatoon and Mario Maker and Mario Kart 8 and Animal Crossing and pretty much all of their cash cows is all done through EPD. But yeah, so I think the the focus for this game compared to Wii Fit has changed quite a bit. So like Wii Fit is all about balance, I, I would say. That's the thing they're really trying to build up. It's balance, it's posture, it's core strength, things like that. This one's all about like resistance training, strength, uh, strength training, and cardio. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of mixing up your goals a little bit. So it, yeah, it, which it makes it a nice supplement to Wii Fit if you want to keep using that. Um, but the big problem with Wii Fit, and Shigeru Miyamoto recognized this at the time as well, is that like everyone was buying Wii Fit, everyone was playing it, and then pretty quickly they stopped. Mm-hmm. They just stopped wanting to come back to it, and that's why. Any Goodwill or any secondhand store that you could find was just littered with balance boards for a while because people are just like, all right, well, I'm not going to need this big chunk of plastic anymore. You know, so part of the goal for developing this game was how are we going to keep people playing for longer than like a week or two? Sure. And I I think that's that's, making it more of a game. That speaks to the problem with exercise in general. Like we know that (laughs) exercise is good for you, but like it's not very fun and it's difficult like... And I don't know, we have a video game podcast, so I think it's safe to say we think video games are fun. I, I agree. Uh, good. So how do, you, uh, how do you transfer some of that fun from video games to, you know, exercise 
And the, I don't think that We Fit does a great job of that. No, um, there's there's something like as as effective and cool of a platform as it is. There's something kind of like cold and clinical about We Fit. Well, yeah. Aside know? from the fact that the music sounds like it's playing in a hospital lobby, <laughs> exactly. and you have this solid white background. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah, it has all like the daily tracking and like you can sort of set yourself goals in that way. But that's where Ring Fit is so much different, is because. It's keeping, you know, the goalpost moving in, you know, the way that we love to play RPGs. And I, th- I think they were designing We Fit, like, because that was part of their Grand Blue Ocean strategy, you know, where we, they were going to mm. try and get as many people playing as possible. I think they wanted something that appealed to people who wouldn't identify as gamers. They wanted something a little more... Uh, I don't know, I guess professional looking for, mm-hmm. for people who wouldn't be caught playing a video oh, game, sure. heaven forfend. But, uh, yeah, I, I think people quickly realize it's like, no, I mean, if I'm playing a video game, I want to play a game, you know? I guess these games like uh, Ring Fit compared to Wii, Wii Fit or I yeah whatever, but they go in opposite directions. Like, Wii Fit is like people who would be excited about exercise and be like, sure, I guess I'll try it as a video game. Sure. As a tool. Like, I would usually stay away from this kid's toy. Whereas Ring Fit is people who are excited about video games who are like, ah, uh, sure, I guess I'll try this exercise thing because yeah. it, like Nintendo put out this game. Um, and, and I trust Nintendo as a brand. And I don't know if anyone else here in this group like feels that same pang, but like if something tells me, it's like, oh, I found a way to make exercise fun. I'm like, maybe this will be the thing that gets me to exercise. Yeah. Like maybe <laughs> this will be the one that I finally stick with and I'll finally lose that weight. Like, spoiler alert it wasn't but i still like it a lot yeah yeah that's a good that's a good way to put it yeah same Uh, here tell us about your your journey with this game a little elliot yeah sorry i interrupt but yeah go ahead oh no i mean it's pretty much that yeah i've obviously had an off and on relationship with exercise uh, my whole life and um uh, ring fit i just found like as a fun way to engage with it and like i totally recognize that you know this game can't be the only thing that you do but in a way it's it it has the potential to be more than definitely uh, Wii Fit was. Because, um, mm. yeah, I just find it's a bit more exhausting. And, I mean, I was watching, uh, just sort of trolling through YouTube and uh, looking at some comparisons and, like, uh, some things that I noticed, like, people reviewing Wii Fit uh, would be like, yeah, it's fine, you know, uh, it, it can work, you know, as part of a healthy balance diet or all that stuff. And then uh, when you look at Ring Fit and you sort of see, like, I show my personal trainer ring fit adventure and you see the same thing every time. They're like, Oh fuck. That's actually uh Ooh, my arms are a bit, you know, Ooh, like <laughs> um, there's even like a couple of clips of like WWE wrestlers uh, doing some of the <laughs> we- r- ring fit games. And like, they're struggling with it and they're these big beefy meatheads and they're yeah. Struggling uh, with this little goofy joy con uh, ring con controller. So and that's, you, that's yeah, that's a really cool thing. Do you find yourself like, have you, Pretty consistently, I, I think in like the I, what this game's dream scenario is, is that you play it every day. Mm-hmm. Like it seems to try to encourage that of like, you know, this game will talk to you a lot and it's like, hey, try and keep a consistent exercise routine. Have you played it every day for a while, Elliot? Or do you have like a routine or do you just come back to it when oh, uh, most, you know, most days for like the last month and then. There was a break for about uh, two months while I was moving house, and like, oh sure, when I first like set the challenge to you guys, that's when I was like playing it again for two months. So yeah, I've had a fragmented relationship with this game. I've probably had, I don't know, uh, five or six like big spurts of it, but you know, when I'm in it, I'm in it. Like, yeah. um, I find it yeah very compelling and very addictive in that way. Well, that's that's great. I mean, that's exactly what they're going for. So let's. Let's discuss some of the modes here, I think. Yeah. Because like, there's the big one, which I imagine is... Like, this game has a lot of features, which I think is really great because they're able to do so many different creative things with the setup. Right. And But, like, your main game, your actual titular adventure... There's it, a quest. There's, yeah, a, there's quest. a goal in mind. Like, the story is as thin as humanly possible while still being called a story, really, but... It's got some elements I like. Basically, you're just like a, uh, an athlete, uh, either male or female, and you find this ring out in a field while you're on a run, and the ring starts talking to you and transports you to a magical world <laughs> where you have to go fight this big gym bully named Drago. I think by like lifting the ring, you've like unleashed Drago upon the world. It's kind oh, of right. like yeah, you it's have. A... It's like the Black Cauldron or something. <laughs> you have like opened up, opened up the evil 
upon the world, and thus you are responsible for clearing it back. You're, you're responsible for unleashing a dragon with the unitard, like which is my. <laughs> exactly. I love that design of this guy. He's just this big, like jacked meathead wearing this tiny little tight outfit. Yeah. He's always doing push-ups, and he's like, he's just that asshole in the gym who comes up and tells you, "Oh, you're doing that workout wrong, bro." <laughs> like he's just, he's just that guy, and I like that. That's who you're fighting. You know, like the the, the game has a pretty nice. Uh, kind of self-effacing attitude to it that I really like, like like where We Fit was a little clinical. This one is really encouraging. It's really optimistic, mm-hmm. you know. Like uh, we when we talked about We Fit, that we were talking about how like there were there were people who were getting upset about the labeling of being overweight or like having the BMI be like the sole indicator of your health, which may not be super accurate. Uh, but this one doesn't really use those terms. It's just mm. kind of like, oh, your form could be better, or, or this could be a little better, or but it recognizes when you do things well. Right. In yeah. some ways, the optimism almost is a little annoying, because every time you land an attack, they're like, great! Keep yeah. it up! Go! go well, it's because of that that I switched to the female uh, Ring Kong voice, because okay. I just found the male one so grating and annoying, and I don't know if they're saying like the same dialogue, but yeah, I, I don't know. I can just tolerate the female one a, a little bit better. Oh, see, I I didn't know that was an option to switch that out. I'm gonna have to do that now because I'm I'm with you. Like that ring gets kind of annoying, especially when you're like during battles, especially like he'll it's it's every rep, it's every rep he says, "You did it, good job, you're yeah. on fire, straighten up a little bit, all right." Your character literally is on fire for most of this game. <laughs> yeah. That's like the weird design gimmick of your protagonist. Is yeah. Every time you run or do a uh, stretch well, your hair will catch on fire. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what you're going for. If your hair is on fire, then your posture and your form is perfect. Not uh, not accurate to real life. I'm telling no. all our listeners now, if your hair is on fire, you're not doing it right. <laughs> no, no, just and I don't even need to know what you're doing. If yeah. your hair is on fire, you're not doing it right. Yeah. Unless you're trying to set your hair on fire, in which case you're nailing you it. You are doing it right. But yeah, then yeah. if that is your goal, you might not be living your life right. No, probably That's, not. There is better not. ways to lose weight. Hair doesn't weigh that much. <laughs> All this hair is weighing me down. <laughs> ah, stupid scalp skin. Yeah. Uh, uh. So, yeah, so yeah, basically you you have to navigate through this world. It's got kind of a Mario-style overworld map, and you just go from mission to mission. Each level is uh, between 10 and 20 minutes long, I would say. I think and some are sm- I think a lot are much shorter than that. Yeah, yeah. The starting I mean, worlds say, are yeah. about two to three minutes each with, like, one or two battles, and then, yeah, they get longer from there. Yeah. The the battles drag it out a little bit just yeah. because they they can they can go on a bit. But uh, you have the leg the the leg strap strapped to your left thigh, and then your other Joy-Con is slapped into the top of the ring. And uh, basically, you're going to hold that out in front of you, and you're going to run in place to make your character run. There is also a silent mode if you want if you have like neighbors above or downstairs, you can do squats instead of running. Oh, I'll also that's say what that like does. I never yeah. tried that one. The running itself i think is kind of a weakness of the technology like it just doesn't work great i initially played this with my 70 year old father who's a real fitness junkie and i'm like hey check this out see how this works and he really enjoyed like the squeezing on the resistance band but once the game made him run like he was just not able to run like lift his legs enough to actually get the game to detect it Wow, that's uh, kind of the problem because it's. I think it's using the IR sensors on the bottom of the Joy Cons, right, to kind of like gauge your your step yeah, count. I so just, if you if you step higher, in theory, you're supposed to go faster or like climb stairs better uh, in the game. And so it essentially made the game almost unplayable for him. And I wish that there was a way to. And there might there might be. I haven't delved super deep into these options to like reduce the amount of movement you have to do to actually get it to run. I wonder if the if the quiet mode might be a better fit for him, yeah, yeah, with the squats. I don't know. Um, Yeah, because I think like the worlds themselves, like especially getting into the later levels of the game, I think they do a really good way of like giving variety in the way in which you move through the world. um, Because they do mix up the running, like uh, yeah, like you said, with knee lifts or stairs or walking through the mud or whatever. But then they also have like these like train track things. Uh, where like oh, some neat. like you're holding on to the track overhead with like the overhead pull thing, or you're doing like back presses or whatever to make like the, this little train move that you're riding on, um, and uh, all stuff like that. And um, I think that's a really good way to introduce variety because yeah, the running does get tedious, but like I do find moving through the world is pretty satisfying. Like and yeah, and- they, they've got some pretty meadows as as well and stuff that you're walking through. 
I'm glad that you brought that up because I am. At, so have you beaten this game, Elliot? Like the actual adventure mode? Yeah, I actually it's, just rolled credits uh, uh, last week. Um, finally, this nice. game like surprisingly long. Like I, I looked up the uh, amount of worlds, and there's like more than twenty. Um, and not that any of them take tremendously long, but that's much bigger than like any Mario game. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, I mean, like with any RPG, at the start, you know, you can breeze through worlds one to three probably in one day. But then, yeah, some of those last levels, especially tw- uh, level twenty-three, uh, appropriately named Finalia, like it's just a series of boss fights, and that took me like three different play sessions to get through all of that. Okay. Um, I'm. I'm embarrassed, like, to show that, like, when we, we were looking at the game, it's like, how far have you gotten in this game? I'm like, oh, I've, I've probably gotten, like, I don't know, three or four or five levels in here. And it's like, nope, two. Well, I've I, had this game all this time. I've only gotten two levels deep into the quest mode. I think that a problem is, like, for what Elliot just described about the different ways you move through the later levels, I think that the initial... Uh, and this is going to get into a little bit of my problem with the game in general. I think that the initial levels are kind of boring. Like, they hmm. don't... May, they don't give you any indication that the game is going to mix it up on you later. Mm. Um, and so now that I've heard that, like, oh, there's different sort of environments to run through and different ways to move through it, it makes me want to get to those later levels. But, like, the initial levels, you just kind of run and fight very uninteresting enemies. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, level, level designs for the enemies aren't, or the character designs for the enemies aren't terribly compelling. But... Uh, the boss, the, the battles themselves are pretty interesting. So each battle mm. is kind of s- like structured like a workout and your attacks are different uh, exercises that you can do. It's kind of like Paper Mario, but instead of like timing, it's about doing a specific motion with your ring. Yeah. yeah. And you, you can't use the same exercise twice in a row. Uh, so you have to like mix it up a little your bit. Your exercises have different recharge times. Like, mm. um, and so the exercises all do different quantities of damage or hit different enemies but like your sort of maybe your overhead press that hits all the enemies has a two turn recharge time right so you have to do two other exercises before you can use that again and they're working with that four color system as well where you know uh, the exercises associated with the color are going to do more damage to the enemies of that color and so yeah and that's not something you unlock until you beat mission two like Mm. i definitely felt like yeah, as I was playing this game, I'm like, oh, I can see that this might open up a little more as I keep going. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. any RPG. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, most of the bad guys are just like what's-its and blobs, you know? There's like not not anything terribly exciting, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just little guys who like, they look like tadpoles or whatever, but... Uh, and I've got to say, it, the enemy... nice structure. Sorry. Oh, good. I was just going to say, mm-hmm. uh, the enemies themselves, they don't, they don't actually advance that much, even to the end of the game. They just sort of turn into bigger versions of the old ones, maybe with a couple more spiky points on their head or something. And that's a concession you make for a game like this, I guess, you know, because you do need to split the focus between like pure exercise and, and story and character. Well, see that's that it comes down to my core complaint here is I don't think you do need to split that difference. And I feel like they did like, I feel like they just took a lot of shortcuts in the actual game design because they're like, yeah, it's an exercise game. People don't care. But, like, I think that the exercise mechanics in this game are really smart and well-integrated. I just wish the actual game that they were making you play was, like, more interesting. Like, I wish that it would be cool if there was a story that I actually cared about Mm. or if there were RPG mechanics that felt interesting in some way. Like, you do level up your... You do get levels as you defeat enemies and... um, but all you get is just like your attack power goes up, your defense power goes up, and you occasionally learn new exercises to be used as attacks, mm. which is cool. But I, it would just be, I don't know, it would be very exciting if this game had like an engaging story, like a, like a Dragon Quest or something, where sure. you like actually cared about the characters and wasn't kind of this tossed off jokey thing about how like, you're in the world of exercise, and everything is exercise-themed. I okay, would just be yeah, very yeah. curious to see what that was like. Like, what if you took basically a re- quote-unquote real RPG and integrated these exercise mechanics into it? Am I am I crazy, Elliot? Like, no, I want to that... see them do a collab, man, with uh, Dragout Quest or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, as long as you can keep the unitard. Like, I, I, <laughs> no, I, I, I think I get what you mean. Yeah, it's, it's like... 
it, it's exercise flavored RPG when you want like an actual RPG. Like, like yeah. yeah. And yeah, like, there are some that. things that open up. Like, you do get a skill tree eventually where you can like okay uh, power up specific things and unlock certain exercises and follow the tree. You know, much like you can with any RPG. Um, okay. But there's also the mechanic with the smoothies. I don't know if you guys got that far either. Um, mm. Where yeah, you can make smoothies to. Um, uh, give yourself certain advantages during battles and stuff. Um, and I, I've got my complaints with that because it just does feel like you're cutting corners uh, using them mm-hmm. at some point and it's like, oh, shouldn't I just be like exercising rather than... <laughs> that is one of the bizarre, the bizarre aspects of this game is mm. like, as your attacks get better and deal more damage... It means you're defeating enemies faster, which means you're like doing less exercise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's the other it's thing like... with the difficulty level as well, because um, you can set the difficulty level to whatever you will, and it will scale to you know the current world and level that you're at. So, like, yeah, I think 30s the max or something. If you do that, you'll be doing yeah 30 squats on the same enemy that if you put you know your difficulty level down to five, you'd be doing five for. Um, yeah. So... Oh, I see how that works. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, it does scale like that. So, yeah, I think it's like any exercise. You get as much out of it as, um, you know, you want to. And if you're, you know, you're cheating the game, you're just cheating yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. There are some interesting, like, kind of not even really platforming mechanics in here, but I like that as you're working your way through this world, you can, like, squeeze the ring con to shoot little blasts of air and destroy boxes, mm. and then you pull the ring con to suck any coins or anything in. That's that's always fun. I'm the kind of dick who's like, oh, there's a deer in the background. Let's get him. You know, and then they, they get startled and they run away. And sometimes you'll have to jump or hover over a gap. So you need to aim your ring con at the floor and then squeeze it to get like a little boost. You know, that that's kind of a fun mechanic. Yeah. And of course, every time you finish a level, you have to do the victory pose, which is super cheesy and a lot of fun. I don't it's know. So it, it, satisfying, it, though. It's it, just the it best really way is. to finish a long run, especially when you are going for the longer ones where you had like, I don't know, five battles in the in the level. Like, yeah, doing that victory pose at the end is like, it's so lame me in front of my TV, but it is like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. It's like, it's it's again, it's part of the more positive energy that this game brings out if this mm. were we fit it would just be like okay now let's look at the scribble that happened because you can't stand still you idiot <laughs> like yeah, your victory yeah, pose yeah. was a little off <laughs> oh that's Try the other thing your that, arms up next time that's the other thing the ring con controller says to me is that at the end of a level sometimes you go your sweat is so shiny and beautiful and it's like no <laughs> <laughs> who are you to comment on my sweat ring con let me lick you yeah. put, <laughs> put the ring con to your head it would be fun if like the uh presentation was just a little flashier like they don't they have a weird thing where they spring for kind of like half voice acting where like your enemy drago won't talk but then the ring will have voice samples for like half the things it says and it kind of feels a little cheap i wish they just went like full banjo kazooie of just kind of the chatterbox yeah or had you could, all voice you could just like take a, a a recorder to the gym and just record the grunts of people like lifting weights oh i don't want that and that's your language <laughs> like, that sounds awful <laughs> that's that that probably more than anything else there are many things that keep me from going to the gym, but that is probably more than anything else is the grunts. Isn't that the worst? The grunts of other gym members. You know what? I don't know why. The thing that bugs me the most, this is a tangent, but the thing that bugs me most about going to gyms is when guys like throw their weights on the ground oh, really hard. Oh, yeah. That's like, awful. Don't do that. Like, not try and, I mean, look, unless it's an emergency, whatever, like you can dump out of it, but don't just like, that's my default. I throw it on the ground. Yeah, that's like, their victory up. pose. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's just like, I'm just worried about the integrity of the floor. <laughs> We're all here. Uh, so, yeah, there there are a couple of other modes here that I want to dig into. Uh, mm. the, one of the other cool things we should mention, though, is like, yeah, like we said, this game doesn't use the balance board or anything like that. So to measure your progress, it takes your heart rate at the end of each round. You can do that by putting your thumb over the IR scanner on the ring con, and it'll measure your pulse. I could never get uh, this to work. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. See, it seemed to work fine. I don't know how accurate it is, but it mm. seemed to be reading something. Gave us you know? a number back. Gave us <laughs> a number. And I'm like, all right, well, you're the doctor. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll trust you're you. You're the doctor, Nintendo Switch. 
Yeah, it, uh, you may not be aware. Yeah, this is the American healthcare system. Is uh, <laughs> the Ring Fit? Yeah, everyone can have a Ring Fit, and you can talk to your Nintendo. Yeah, who's your consulting yeah, no, GP? Yeah. Doctor Mario, of course. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One of the new features that this game added. Uh, there was a patch back in March, and they added in a, a rhythm mode, which is just kind of a. It's basically just what it sounds like. Just kind of a, like a little Beat Saber style rhythm action game and you could set it to different music from within the game or a couple of another nintendo games so like i just played uh the jump up in the air song from mario odyssey mm. on rhythm mode it's it's pretty basic it's basically just turning the wheel squeezing the wheel like uh, uh sometimes you need to like do quick flutter squeezes sure. and things like that nothing you know terribly it's, exciting but it's nice that they're still adding new content i was impressed when you told me that this was added via a patch mm -hmm. like i'm like oh it's cool that they added a whole new mode via a patch and then after actually playing it i'm like oh yeah that seems like the kind of mode that would be added via a patch <laughs> because there's just there's really not much there it doesn't yeah. feel like it's very fleshed out and there's no uh there's no progression in it. Like I feel like the very heart of this game and what makes it work is having progression, having that sort of video gamey, um, all one more level. There's always another skill that I want to unlock. It just happens to be exercise themed, mm -hmm. and with the rhythm mode, it's just kind of like, yeah, you got a good score, you get an A rank. Like, but there's no real incentive to go back and like play it more. Yeah, and I don't find it addictive in that sort of Guitar Hero way, which was I was kind of hoping for, but it's probably like more akin to a Just Dance or something. But yeah, I don't know. I didn't find it very compelling, but you know, uh, glad it's there. I mean, like I played one round, and I got a perfect score on it. I'm like, all right, well, this this is <laughs> yeah. as much as this can do. All, like, all, yeah, yeah, all the all these sort of extra modes have like a novice level and mm. an advanced level, um, but even that, like. Every novice level is the same. Like yeah. it's just the same each time you play novice, and every advanced level is the same as all the other advanced. But I do want to focus in on some of these multiplayer modes because I oh, wait. Let, let's let's oh, clarify yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is no multiplayer mode. Okay, yeah, not game. multi. It's 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 a competitive mini this, game mode. This is yes, a one player yeah. game. However, there's a there's a mini game selection mode that is very conducive to like handing it back and forth as long as you're comfortable with having your friends crotch sweat next to your crotch sweat. And I definitely am. Yep, yeah, exactly. all the time. Uh, yeah, no, that, yeah. So yeah, it's kind of a misnomer to call it multiplayer because I, I just, I tend to play it with people. Mm -hmm. But like when we discovered this, it's like this kind of became the way we played the game for a while. Right. You know, so there, there's just a couple of different mini games. You can, you can set it up for quick play. And within that little quick play, you can, you can select certain exercises. If you just want to isolate, or if you want to build your own little program, uh, or you can play these mini games and they all use the, the ring con in different ingenious little ways. And it's all finding ways to get you to exercise and move. But, uh, I found them really goofy and charming and fun. Um, they they kind of run the gamut. So you have some that require you to like sit down. There's one called Thigh Rider, which is a, My a great easy title. My favorite. I love this game. <laughs> thigh Rider is fun. You have to sit. Don't you look have to up hold. Thigh Rider on Urban. <laughs> <laughs> do not do it. Yeah, you have to sit it sit on a on a chair and like hold the rincon in between your legs, and then when you squeeze it with your thighs, like your your little buggy that your character is driving jumps in the air, and you can hover and you need to try and collect coins like. It's so goofy. I think this kind of scratches that itch of of like a Mario Party or like a WarioWare or something like that, where the fun is derived not necessarily from the gameplay, but from how goofy you look playing it. Yes, yeah. you know, that's like uh, uh, that's that's kind of what get, and the fact that you're you're exercising and moving and getting some adrenaline going, like that works. It gets people get into it, you know. And there is a bit of a competitive bent because you want to try and beat the other person's high score. I wish that these modes actually did have, and maybe you know, if this since this game was, I think, pretty successful, maybe they'll do a sequel. And it would be very cool if there were actually multiplayer modes in the game. And I'm okay with them requiring two rings and two um, leg like leg straps because you know maybe you have it and your friend has it. They sure. can bring over their ring con and then you can play these multiplayer. Yeah, modes it's not too. like you can buy the game without the ring con. You know. Like, yeah, yeah, just because a lot of these sort of things I think would work really well, and having to trade them back and forth is not. Is not is kind of annoying. That that is the one bummer. It's mostly the leg strap, but yeah. Yeah, but even that? if they had facility to do like a pass and play, like they had in um the Wii Wario where smooth moves, I think it was, um that could yeah like I mean because we're sort of doing that anyway. I think because I mean yeah, I, I love playing a lot of these games with my friends as well with showing off the games and um 
Yeah, and just seeing how much they hurt the next day after playing stuff like uh, squat goals or squattery wheel and things like that. It's- squattery wheel is is kind of my low-key favorite just because it's incredibly hard mm. and uh, you look extra stupid doing it. Yeah. Uh, that's the one where you have to you have to hold the ring con against your abs and squeeze it and then you have to you have to do squats and try and shape a pot out of clay that matches the shape that they're giving you. And then at the end like when you say, "Okay, this is good enough." You decide to fire the pot and then see how close it compares, and then you get a good score. And, I think uh, that one hits like the most beautiful balance of um, actually feeling gamey because it's like you have to guesstimate the size of this pot. Yeah, um, it very much feels like that could just be a Mario Party mini game itself, but your actual motion is like squeezing this uh, ring con a very specific amount to like take the right amount of clay off. And so I do think that that game probably is like this game at its peak and it's it's distributing it too just like the way it would if you're like molding clay so like you you could be like okay i've got the bottom like just right but all that clay had to displace somewhere so now it's all up at the top and everything's wonky looking so you just need to constantly be like trimming it and it's really easy to get off track and produce something grotesque yeah <laughs> and that makes it really fun i don't know that makes it super fun for me and i think that game but, more than others had like the friends shouting no 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 down no you're meant to be down and then afterwards <laughs> well you try it and then like shit that's hard <laughs> yeah 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 it looks easy it looks easy yeah. and then you try it's like okay well shit yeah i think the one that stuck out to me as the all time looking your dopiest is it's kind of you're on like a balance beam with sort of an extendable, yeah. uh, I don't even know what to call it, like, like an extendable Like a balancing pole, pole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, but you have to squeeze the uh, ring con to extend the pole. Or, or are you are you pulling the ring con? I, I think you squeeze it to extend, and then okay. you release to, and to contract. So then you're also physically walking, um, but you have to tilt your own body to get these coins on either side with the end of your pole and to avoid bombs, which will cost you points. But just this motion, you kind of are like crouched, waddling, yeah. turning from side to side. It's impossible to play this game without looking like a super doofus, or like you're you're like, nine months pregnant and just <laughs> yeah. like ready to pop any second. It's just like you're 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 waddle, wide stance, waddling while holding your belly. It's like it's pretty funny. I don't know. It is. Um, I'm kind of disappointed with like the bombs and coins in the mini games though, because they do feel so generic. Like, yeah. I don't know why they just didn't use the same, you know, ring coins that you collect in the main world or whatever. But, I mean, having said that, I feel like they get these mini games down to, you know, the basic thing of what makes these things fun. Like the, um, what is it, the squat one where you have on that trampoline and you have to sort of measure your squat so you only go up so high to avoid bombs or, you know, jump over them yeah. or whatever. Um, that was clever. Yeah, that's just so, like, fundamental video game compelling uh, stuff right there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, I kind of agree like with the the general blandness of the arena design and things like that. And mm. I think the the game that this reminds me of the most in look is ARMS, the recent Nintendo kind of goofy fighting game, which was not a game that worked for me. And I think it's part of the reason is just because it looks very static, very uh just just not very interesting to look at. Not not very much like creativity behind it. Uh, which is yeah again I think that that goes back to Woody's point of like the next version of this should look more like a game it should look more like less like a product and more like oh this is a this is a a result of like an imaginative like world building and things like that yeah that's a good way to put it and I think that especially like strikes out with the mini games is like because we're talking about them and I think they're a kind of a highlight of this game even though like it's clear that the adventure mode is where the focus was placed a lot of these mini games are like cool and well thought out but like for example thigh rider it's always the same course yeah. and it, even if you play on adva- an advanced mode like changes up the placement of the uh, bombs and coins but it's still like every time you play it it's going to be the same and i wish that they there was some kind of an advancement in this mode like there was essentially like a warioware style thing where you could play the same mini game every time and it would get harder and because they, they do track your scores, but it's just not enough yeah. to make you excited to be like, I'm really going to get good at Thigh Rider. Yeah, yeah. And it's a problem because, like, in adventure mode, um, 
parts of the world open up and you don't uh, just do the levels, you do these mini-games throughout. And then uh, once you do them once, uh, you can go back uh, and you can get uh, additional challenge to it. Like, there's one where it's like doing the bootstrap tower, the one where you got to, like, hold the ring on in front of you and flick it down. Um, do yeah, oh yeah. Uh, get, like, X amount of points without getting any gold coins or something like that. And they add these little challenges and I'm surprised that they don't exist for the other one. Like, there's this other variation on Thigh Rider where the whole world is drenched in fog and then so is the Thigh Rider course. So that, like, adds a really um, interesting challenge, not being able to be completely knowing what's coming up ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's surprising I, they aren't there. They're, they're weird, like, kind of missed opportunities. You mentioned the bootstrap one. Yeah, yeah, you're just, like, flinging yourself up this wall. And it's possible to make it all the way to the end of this course. Like, you can make it all the way to the top of this tower, but you don't actually get any kind of bonus or anything for finishing it. So mm. really the smarter thing is just take your time. Don't worry about getting to the top and just try and collect all the coins along the way. So like that could have been something that balanced out. Like maybe you get a speed bonus if you make it to the top or, or something like that. Or, or you could play it one of two ways, like coin collecting or speed. Yeah. I think one one thing worth acknowledging is like for all the for, for whatever criticism like we shared about this game, I think that most of it is like criticisms of like of a positive nature in the sense that like the core mechanics of this game are so neat and so exciting of like, what else can they do that? Yeah. It's fun to like, think about, Oh, what if there was a party game that used this? But oh, like yeah. the actual like gameplay here is cool. You just wish that like they did a little more to it. And I hope that they will. Like, I hope that this isn't just another example of Nintendo introducing a peripheral just for one thing <laughs> and not following up with it. Cause there's plenty of life here left like based on Elliot's description of where the adventure mode goes I would be excited and curious to play it more yeah I just those first couple levels they just don't quite make you excited like but if I actually like had a skill tree and I had just like I just recently unlocked the matching of the colors to like feel like there was something more strategic going on mm. and I feel like and all we've been talking about about these mini games it would be super cool if there was some kind of party mode integrated here yeah um and all these things could happen in future Ring Fit Adventure 2. Yeah. Um, I just hope that Nintendo actually does that. I'm hoping so. I mean, we found out that, like, the balance board, the Wii Fit balance board, is used for way more games than you would have thought. Mm -hmm. Like, it, oh, more than 100 games use yeah. the balance board in some way or another. They don't advertise it or like really tell I a really lot of want times like, like a, a secret uh, feature, but ship captaining game that uses the the ring con and you have like the giant <laughs> steering wheel. That'd be great. Like, Avast. Hey, and put that on a starboard. That's and that'd be awesome. Right. Surprised they that, didn't integrate it with Mario Kart. Interesting. Yeah, they yeah, did. A, yeah, they exactly. integrated Labo into Mario Kart. Yeah, inter yeah, they, they did. And then didn't they do those weird like RC car? Mario Karts, like I've, I've yeah. it's a whole weird separate world. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. That's a that's an, another weird thing that is I don't know designed to appeal to people much younger than us, but we still kind of secretly want. I totally <laughs> want it, but also like my apartment's rather small. Like so for for a Mario Kart course, it wouldn't be terribly exciting. Yeah. You're like riding around in my one place. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we're talking about Ring Fit too. Nothing's been announced, but I think we can definitely expect to see more of this because. Ring Fit, at this point, like, it started off very slowly. I think people didn't really acknowledge it or realize what it was until the pandemic happened, and then it became so super in demand that it has now sold more than 10 million copies and is the 11th highest-selling game on the Switch, which Jesus. is not nothing, because the Switch is selling, like, insane amounts. Uh, so I, th I think it's safe to say we're going to see some more of it. I don't know what form it's going to be. I don't know if it's just going to be kind of like a... Smash Brothers Ultimate thing where they're just going to keep updating the current existing game until they finally run out of steam. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see where they take it. I but hope I think they do they as have well. The momentum because, on like, their side. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's just. Um, oh, good. Yeah, I, I hope they do because like there are some basic quality of life improvements that they could make into the game to uh, make it a lot better. But you know the things that they does have going for it are, are so compelling and wonderful like as well i haven't mentioned yet like despite the i agree kind of bland presentation of the game the music is phenomenal like <laughs> the song that plays when you're in the drago battle is like a fucking banger like it's okay so all right good. like 
Um, and even the shop music is really cute and wonderful. I, I think Nintendo have just got a really good house band uh, working for them. Yeah. Like, you even mentioned ARMS before. I think the music in that is awesome as well, despite everything oh, else yeah. about it being not that great. Yeah, what, no, definitely. What do the coins in this game actually do for you, Elliot? I didn't, I didn't figure that out. Like, as you're running through, you can suck in coins and metals. Do they help you on the skill tree or something? Uh, eventually, a shop opens up, and uh, from that, you can either buy clothing, uh, which, um, yeah, you get, you know, tops, legs, and shoes, and, uh, you know, if you get three of a set, they'll combine, and you get unlock some ability with that so you can use coins to buy clothes or um or also smoothies are the other side of the shop that you can um Mm. use the coins for like uh, mine just accumulate at this stage (laughs) like (laughs) because yeah you just gotta build them up just because yeah because it's hard to run through a stage without wanting to like suck them all in yeah whether you need them or not yeah because I'm also uh, playing The Witcher 3 at the moment, and I find it's like that as well, where like I'm getting like clothing and food items out in the real world that I'm not actually buying them when I hit the shops, you know? Yeah. Real world, video so, game world. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a question that kind of relates, because you just brought up Witcher 3. Just like as a thought experiment, because this game is very fragmented in the sense that like you're just playing through individual levels, and I feel like that kind of hurts the level of immersion. What if this game was essentially set up like The Witcher 3, mm. but you played it with the Rincon? Like, would that be crazy? Like, that might be crazy, right? Being more like an open world kind of thing? Yeah, like, like and you were actually, like, okay. literally, like, you had to run around this world. Would you just get too tired of jo- having to jog everywhere? I or feel like, like, yeah, that, w- that would be exhausting, right? Especially if you don't know what you're... I mean, I guess you could set waypoints and find ways to make that work, but... Well, I think I that's know. the function that of the that overworld in this game. You know, the Mario... Uh, Super Mario Brothers style overworld in that it gives you breaks in between these things and like when you do the maths you're pretty much doing like every two minutes you're in the game you're probably spending about one exercising you know Um, half your time is spent not exercising with the game and I I do think that's very intentional that it's it built into the gameplay to give you these regular breaks, you know. Yeah. Um, it'll, you know, distract you with some text, RPG text that you just end up skipping through uh, anyway <laughs> yeah. before you get to the next thing. And uh, much like moving through the world, I feel like it's very intentional. You know, they break up the running with like a little bit of sprinting or then, you know, some more uh, slow purposeful knee lifts and stuff like that. And I think that's, that's part of the genius of this game is sort of, uh, keeping the momentum going, changing it up enough so you're getting a variety, so you're not getting bored of the one thing too much. But yeah, unfortunately, like now realizing it probably does feel a bit more limiting in those earlier levels when you've got like only like four or five different battle attacks to switch between. Uh, like at the moment, I think I've got 10 or 12 maybe. Um, okay. So yeah, there is, I think you get more variety as you go along. Uh, I want to real quick talk about just a couple of the very weird features that this game throws in because, you know, it's not a Nintendo game unless they throw in very weird features. Sure. The one that's uh, struck out to me is I don't even remember what this is called, but it's like an offline mode where you can essentially you turn off your switch. The switch is not even involved at all. You put the Joy-Con in the ring and then as you're just watching a movie or something, you can squeeze the you could squeeze the ring and it will track how many reps you have. Wow, I didn't and even know that. And then when you connect it and sync it to the joy uh, to the switch later, it will give you experience points based on uh, based on that. Yeah. That's awesome. I did not know about that. I only discovered this recently as well. And uh, one of the things that this game um, had inspired me to do was to go on YouTube and check out you know, yoga videos or Pilates videos, especially ones that use the ring. And so then I can chuck on one of these videos, um, put the ring con in multitask mode. And um, so it's it's counting um, all the pushes and stuff that I'm doing while playing this other thing. So, uh, yeah. That's really cool. I actually like that because like, yeah, that's... Yeah, you, you don't always want to just be looking at the game, but if you're doing something else and you just instead of sitting there idly watching TV, you could be, you know, getting some points in the game. And, and, and very and weirdly, you can send your reps, like your experience from your reps to your friends online, which is <laughs> such a weird Nintendo feature that yeah, I they, imagine that the quantity of people who actually used it is in the single digits. Also, they really assume that we just wanted to sit around like, 
talking about how many exercises we've I done. I feel like, like yeah. I would just be kind of creeped out. Like if you said, if I was just at my home and I turned on my switch and I was going to play ape out or something. And then all of a sudden it said, Steve sent you seven ring fit reps. I'd be like, what are you doing, Steve? It's, I don't, this, Good for I, you. It's like, it's, it's like early days of Facebook. Like, you know, Oh, uh, I just ate a salad send, you know, like, yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's kind of that. Like, I, do people care? This is a, a random aside, but I, find that the trend of having a friend like having online friends in your consoles like always makes me feel kind of weird like i've never liked being able to see what other people are playing yeah like i don't well, kind i don't really want to know that my what my friends are doing when i'm not hanging out with them because i just feel anxious about it i don't well, know it's yeah. very odd and also it's just like it, it's a weird thing like i i'm not it's not like i'm ashamed or embarrassed by anything i'm playing necessarily it's just that you know like it's not why, really anyone else's business yeah like, why do you why your... do you care yeah why yeah. what does anyone care yeah yeah uh, just uh, i don't know i can be a bit of a, a, a creep like that where i'll, <laughs> I'll see my friend and i'll like look at his profile like 200 hours in dead cells this game must be all right <laughs> and you know it's shit like I that mean, game yeah, is all right yeah, that, that game is, is sweet that is. or like look I at mean, my other friend who's done over 450 hours in animal crossing is like okay that makes me feel about how many hours i put into animal crossing <laughs> about right yeah <laughs> i mean yeah i guess uh, maybe that is just a difference in our play styles like i don't i think i think the idea of that is just to like oh so and so is playing this game right now i'll play too let's yeah. let's invite them for a nice game and we're like no no you stay away from me i'm playing a game <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have, I mean, I feel like this this game does have a lot of content. It's a really neat thing. Um, would you have, what else do you have to say about it, Elliot? Like, is there, did we cover all the bases or? Yeah, just going over my notes, I think that's about it. Um, uh, so when you, actually, I didn't mention, so when you roll credits um, on the game, uh, it unlocks extra worlds. So there's 23 main worlds, but they repeat themselves twice. So effectively, mm. you get 69 nice worlds in total, <laughs> but um, they are repeated. So it is kind of weird going from Finalia, which is like a boss rush, back down to like essentially World 1 again, where you kind of mm. breeze through it. But that also might be a good thing because, yeah, that was pretty exhausting. So uh, a much easier exercise the next day is kind of welcome. Um, but yeah, it's I'll, smart I'll, too in terms of longevity. Like it's giving you more games so that you're going to continue playing it. Yeah, really yeah, makes and, sense. And I talk about, um, I think it was like 24 hours to uh, get to the point where I rolled credits on it. Um, so like that's already a lot. And you can go back through the worlds and like complete extra tasks and 100% them. Unfortunately for some of those mini games that I don't think work quite as well, the extra tasks that you're given to complete them like can be impossible. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't get the Dreadmill one to work at all. Like I felt like that we, was so inaccurate. We uh, got it to work. It, it, it was... It was pretty sensitive, right? Like, well, it, yeah. I, that yeah, that one as based on the description, you are on a treadmill and you have to run to stay in a specific area as coins and bombs come down. And I think it just speaks to the general complaint I had of just the leg registering is not as nearly as responsive as the ring itself. And so yeah. we did get it to work, but it's not great. Yeah, and I think and it's just like the the leg one is getting bunched up on your clothes. It's like it, you know, it, it's just going to be less responsive. In, just encased in too much crotch sweat. That's the problem. <laughs> it's encased in it. Yeah, it, it's hardened. The crotch yeah, sweat is hardened exactly. in so a cocoon around it, through. and soon it will emerge with sweaty wings. Yeah. Yes. Um, and there's, I think there's like way too many like of those push the ring kong into your abs exercises throughout the whole thing as well. Like there's that other mini oh, game with yeah. the frisbees and like when you're walking through the world, you got to like crush rocks with the ring con. I don't understand how that would work ever. But anyway, that's that's the other thing to mention too. Like when you're in battles, that's how you defend. Yeah, that's by right. holding the ring against your stomach and like you clench your abs and then push it into your stomach. Do you ever get a can. new defense or is it always just always pushing that. the ring against your abs? Yeah, yeah, and that's that's not terribly exciting. I wish that they had mixed that up in some way. Actually, there's another problem with that as well because... um. Uh, they've got a, a fifth group of exercises, which is like with the heart and they replenish your health. But the problem is you don't want to use them because then you've wasted a turn replenishing health, which the enemies that can then take away again. So you're better off using the smoothies and retaining your health. And like, and I think like some really good exercises kind of get locked away in that heart mode that you're never going to oh, do. Oh, but... I see. But, I mean, the thing is, you can always like, uh, if you get into like doing the fitness sets in the like outside 
the um, main adventure mode, um, they target all those. And those are quite good as well if you just want to get into the game, not faff around with any of the actual gameplay and just do exercise. They've got those fitness sets for you, yeah. which are quite comprehensive and good. I'm, I'm actually glad you brought those up real quick because that was one of my favorite features in the Wii Fit U mm. is you can, once you find some exercises that you like, you can create your own routine and save it. And this has that same mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they divide it by either different styles of games or, or exercises or like what part of the body you want to work out. Yeah, exactly. I think that, that that interface is still very good. In it. So like, I think that this game does a good job gamifying fitness while still keeping the use as a tool that was in the Wii Fit games. And yeah. the other thing to note too, like there there have been some studies about whether the Wii Fit is effective or not, and most people kind of agree that not super effective. Like it's fine. It's not like good it's, for like strength building. It's not bad for you, but uh, and and there really aren't any studies about Ring Fit out just yet. I think it's still too new, but. It, but yeah, like Elliot, like you said, like most people when they play it are kind of surprised by how much of a workout you're getting mm. from this game. Like you do feel like you've you've worked out after you play the it for a simple while. simple act of holding this ring over your head for like any amount of time and pulling it apart and putting it together is yeah, is surprisingly like tough on the arms. Yeah. Yeah, I still remember one night when we we're having a party and the next day one of my friends is just like rubbing his thighs. It's like, oh shit, that like was brutal. Why did I go for the high score on the fucking squat games? <laughs> um, yeah, the only other thing I'd uh, have to say about it is I have taken so many accidental photos uh, with this. It oh. is just way <laughs> too easy to do that. Like, we, we did that too. Yeah, we were saying like, yeah, I, was, yeah you, you were asking even like how many like Photos I am of just curious nothing. Curious in general, if you took all the Wii fo- or the Switch photos that were out there that had been taken, what percent do you think that ninety-five percent of all photos taken on the Switch are accidental? I would say that's low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they I mean, make the button press to actually do it so easy, but it's such kind of a useless feature. No, yeah, like I, I and that's again, maybe that's just a different play style because like new controllers now have a photo button, like Xbox, PS4, they all have a photo button. So I think people are sharing their photos more than I am. Yeah, but, but for this one, they on reassign. The, yeah, yeah, they reassign the photo button to the R, um, the. Um, uh, the shoulder button which is on uh-huh. the r- ring fit controller which yeah you're just bumping all the goddamn time <laughs> and so yeah my switch screenshots yeah i'd say 95 percent of them are accidental ring fits all that time my niece was playing and she's like what does this button do and then yeah, <laughs> 50 photos of the same animal crossing still <laughs> well awesome well thank you so much for being here with us and talking about re- ring fit uh every time i play this i'm like why don't i play this more well, and so hopefully this you didn't play it stick. more because I was borrowing your copy for longer than I intended. <laughs> you know what? If I was really serious, that wouldn't have stopped me. Yeah, okay. you know, I would have just I would have made my own. And uh, no, no. But uh, uh, Ellie, where can people find uh, find all of your stuff? Uh, all right. I'll try and run through this quickly. Um, yeah. So we've got a Patreon at patreon.com slash SideQuest Studios. That's the umbrella for all that we do. Uh, bonus co- podcast there and all that good stuff. Um, so we make Pulp Fury Radio, which is our scripted fiction podcast, which uh, Steve appeared on our final episode as the Memphis Blue MC. Um, oh, yeah. So How yeah. come you don't go by that nickname anymore, Steve? Uh, you know, I, I just I, I, I got tired of being swamped by people saying, Memphis Blue MC. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, from that famous uh, pulp podcast. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, pulp, pulp Fury Radio, uh, working on season two at the moment. Uh, we just wrapped up Thrones of Game. Uh, I just watched season one, episode one. So uh, that's all done and dusted. You can check out the whole podcast run at thronesofgame.podbean.com. And, yeah, long-time uh, fans will probably be aware that I do the Simpsons Index, had Stephen Woody on a few episodes now, and yeah, we review old and new Simpsons, we pick, pick three episodes, one from each decade, and um, yeah, we're almost done with that one too, probably be uh, wrapped by um, the start of next year from that one, and then... Well, you, know- you mean you almost have talked every episode? Uh, almost, uh, so wow. yeah, sorry, when I say wrapped, it means we'll catch up to the series, we'll have done all the old episodes, and then we'll just uh, reformat and just cover the new ones, because... Wow. Uh, true to the song, that apparently they will never stop the Simpsons. <laughs> apparently they can't. 
Yeah, you guys really like playing with time in interesting ways. Like I, I've I've noticed that about your podcast. Like kind of <laughs> looking at three different eras at the same time, or 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 looking at things backwards in an interesting way. Like I, that's an interesting way to find new perspective on. Or throwing properties. back to old radio via the new podcast format. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I love it. I love it. Well, mm. thank you so much again for being here. It's always a delight to have you on. Uh, and uh, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. If you'd like to join us on an episode in the future, just sign up for the Wonder Red tier over at patreon.com slash ultra64pod. Uh, follow the steps there, and you could be joining us to play any game you want. And you can be real mean about it if you want. <laughs> People have done it in the past. Uh, or you can be very nice and let us play Ring Fit. So yeah. either and way. Even if you're not interested in joining at that tier, there's lower tiers where you can listen Absolutely. to our bonus episodes where we go through all the games in a specific franchise. And we just started uh, Tony Hawk games. Yes, so, yes, like, we sure so did. So pumped like, for that. Yeah. As a recurring theme of all the series we've done, these games come out hot. Yes, <laughs> yes. They start out real good. Yeah, so. yeah. This, this this one may be more than any other. Um, uh, we say like, that every episode. Like Contra, we're like, man, we're never going to play better games than oof, these. And then yeah. Metroid, it's like, oh, well, maybe we will. You <laughs> know, yeah, yeah. But but I uh, guess the initial James Bond maybe didn't come out. Yeah, flying. no. <laughs> James, those, those James Bond came out games low. from 1978 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, we do have like 70-something or, or like close to 70 Patreon episodes out there, like all back episodes, so you can listen to the old ones. You can join in at any time for as little as $5 a month. So thank you, everybody, and we will see you all next time. We hope that you are all super jacked when you come back. Giant yes, is so shiny and beautiful. <laughs> Put ring on to head.